This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now our new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of prediction shows? Do you want to fantasy book the companies? Does Bigfoot even really exist? If you answered yes to any of those questions, then check out the podcast that isn't a podcast. Every Tuesday and Thursday, the standing streamer stands and delivers as he and Vanessa talk about all that's going on in pro wrestling today. Plus, see in-depth conversations with people in and around the wrestling world as guests share their stories and insights about making it in the business. The Putting You Over Podcast. Putting your weeknights over every Tuesday and Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening and good night. My name is Thomas and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we shared a room. Thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go we... way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Brocast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books. We're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also, check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast. That's B R O. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Ending. Yeah, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast believes wrestling is a buffet. There's something there for everyone. These guys cover local Chicago indie scene, and all of their episodes can be found at twoheelsandaface.com. The number two heelsandaface.com Hey everyone, my name is referee Tony S and this is Heat, the wrestling podcast. Like you first and foremost, I'm a wrestling fan and for nearly two decades I've maintained law and order inside the squared circle in New England and throughout the country, working with some of the best and brightest from wrestling's past, present, and future. Now, I bring my authoritative tell-it-like-it-is style to the podcast world. Join me each week as we go through all the major headlines from the global companies, independents, and in-between. 
and most importantly, the women will receive the coverage and headlines they truly deserve as they'll empower the second half of the show. Plus, I'll introduce you to my friends and colleagues within all forms of wrestling and entertainment, answer your questions, anything goes, no holds, well, questions barred, and throw in some fun surprises along the way. Get ready for the spark that fuels the flame. Listen on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Thursday, October 27th, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in the world of wrestling. Whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and so many more. We're here on a daily to make sure you stay on top of all the comprehensive information that's happening in the world of wrestling. Whether it's interviews or backstage stories or even what's happening in the rumor mill. We're here every single day, free of charge, anywhere you find all your podcasts. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's take a look at the headlines. Starting over on Wrestling Inc., Bianca Belair takes the number two spot in the PWI Women's 150. Now, the top spot this year went to current world stardom champion, Suri. This makes the first time a woman from stardom has been ranked number one. Now, the only time another woman has been placed in that top three. Last year, Utami was the first woman in stardom history to break the top three by placing number two behind Bianca Belair. Sideline, AEW Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, Becky Lynch, and TB champion Jade Cargill, followed by Suri Belair, are the top five, followed by Jordan Grace, Charlotte Flair, and many others. Now, Pro Wrestling Illustrated evaluated women from October 1st, 2021 until September the 15th of 2022 on a criteria such as achievements, influence on the sport, promos, technical ability, and the ability for competition, and activity, meaning they must compete in at least 10 matches in that year and only one match for at least six months to qualify for the magazine. Now, the magazine internationally keeps score with a shy of 12 months accommodating each and every single competitor. The PWI Women's 150 was established back in 2008, and it is one of the three annual lists that are released by the magazine, along with PWI 500 and the PWI Tag Team 50. For more information on all this, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information on this will be forthcoming. Making news at this hour, Ric Flair discusses his emotional call with Kevin Nash after the passing of his son, Tristan. Now, the wrestling world was rocked recently when it was revealed that Kevin Nash's son, Tristan, had passed away at the age of 26 years old. Sadly, Ric Flair is another WWE Hall of Famer who has experienced the loss of a child. During the latest episode of his podcast, To Be The Man, the Nature Boy revealed that he's spoken to Nash and told him, you're never going to get over it. You just have to figure out how you're going to deal with it. Now, many people knew that Kevin Nash and his wife had only had one child, and that was Tristan. Now, on this, this is what Nature Boy Ric Flair had to say. Dealing with it the way I did, I just by completely shutting down and drinking for five straight years. Now, that didn't work out for me, and I didn't go anywhere and do anything, Flair said. My advice to Nash was just hang on to your wife as tight as you can and don't throw blame at each other. There's no way that's the way to deal with it. Now, Flair has always opened up throughout his career about speaking with the loss of his son, and he hoped that he would be able to do that for Nash as well, something that could be encouraging for brighter days, even though the surprise of this definitely caught everyone off guard. With more information on the passing of Tristan, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be forthcoming. The Great Muda is making news at this hour 
for Olivia Quinlan is reigning in, the opponents for Great Muda's final New Japan Pro Wrestling match now officially have been revealed. Now, the New Japan Pro Wrestling offices have officially made the final decision on who the match is going to be against. New Japan Pro Wrestling took to Twitter to declare that Muda will be teaming up with the Rainmaker, Okada, and Toro Yana of Chaos to take on the United Empire's Jeff Cobb, the Great Okan, and Aaron Hara. And the upcoming historic X-Over event will be taking place in Tokyo. Now, at Cyberfest Festival back in June, Muda announced that his plans to retire from the Squared Circle during the 2023 year. He was opting to do a farewell tour with five final matches to close out his career. Now, it's already been crossed off his first three matches on his agenda, while his other match is going to be tag-teaming with his longtime friend Sting. Now, the opponents have yet to be named. With more information on all this, continue following Olivia Quinvalin and Wrestling Inc. will have more information. Chucky murders Liv Morgan. Unfortunately, Halloween is taking a bite even out of WWE superstars. Now, it's Halloween season. It's time for candy, pumpkins, and perhaps some slasher films. Every October, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, or whatever person is donning the ghost face mask and who is stalking people will definitely give you the willies. But now, some people are even going after WWE superstars, such as Liv Morgan. She learned the hard way when she had her encounter with Chucky. According to a guest star on the most recent episode of Chucky the TV series, Morgan met Chucky. She actually played some backstage footage on her Twitter account. Morgan expressed her desire to get killed by the Child's Play character, and the former women's SmackDown champion said that it was fun, and it was joking. It was a little naughty, too. But you know what? Chucky has actually showed up in other wrestling venues as well, such as WCW and on NXT. With more information on everything that's happening with Liv Morgan on the Chucky TV series, continue following Wrestling Inc. and we will have more. Dax Harwood praises recent AWE signings. Dax Harwood, one half of the legendary tag team, which is going for AEW Gold on behalf of all the other gold they have, it seems that almost everyone is happy to see Rene Paquette in professional wrestling. AEW star Dax Harwood echoed his same sentiments on Thursday morning, tweeting there's no one better than Rene, adding we're lucky to have her part of our promotion. Now Harwood's compliments came in response to a recent video clip of Paquette interviewing MJF backstage at Dynamite. Now the podcast producer Emilio Sparks had shared it on his Twitter account. MJF and the boss Paquette crushed it, Sparks tweeted, along with the clip from Dynamite, adding that the two have great chemistry. The boss is at her best when a wrestler is cutting a promo on her and all the nonverbal communications that happen back and forth. It's all about the facial expressions, the body postures, and the gestures. Now, Paquette returned to TV, and it was announced earlier this month that longtime professional wrestling company AEW would be signing her and that she opted not to resign with the WWE. With more information on Renee Paquette, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information will be forthcoming. The Boogeyman is making his way back to the WWE just in time for Halloween. Danny Wolfsholm is writing in, The Boogeyman's coming to getcha, and he's been seen at WWE headquarters. WWE's Twitter account is not really saying a whole lot, but one of the freakiest characters in history, the Boogeyman, has been seen at headquarters, seemingly eating worms and licking his hands. In a video that was posted, it was initially uploaded by WWE's TikTok account. Now, the Boogeyman has been appearing in Stanford, Connecticut, working on some WWE projects, including appearing on the October's 26th edition of The Bump. Now, throughout his career, the Boogeyman has scared so many people, such as Jillian Hall, such as 
Booker T and Charmel. Now, many people are wondering if this is a sign that he may be coming back to WWE full time. We are just going to have to find out. With more information, continue following the Boogeyman on all forms of social media. Continue following WWE and more information will be coming forward. The Nature Boy once again is making news, but this time it's for a different reason. A signed Ric Flair robe can be yours. However, it's not going to be coming cheap. The price of professional wrestler history can be yours, but you might as well call the million dollar man to get a loan for it. The Nature Boy's legendary pro wrestling career spanned over 50 years, culminating in Flair's last match would happen in July. The Four Horsemen member first debuted in 1972 and went on to wrestle in all of the major pro promotions including WWE, WCW, New Japan, TNA and Ring of Honor. Now, if you'd like to have a piece of his memorabilia, you might just be in store. However, it's not going to come cheap. Although Flair said goodbye in July on his last match, there's been motivation for him to come out for at least one more match, but it's unlikely he'll be wearing the robe to the ring that he's going to be signing and selling. Flair's autograph robe will be going for less than a few hundred bucks and upwards of a thousand dollars on sportsmemorabilia.com. That's right, the 16-time champion Ric Flair is going to be selling his final ring robe. Now, many people believe that the ring robe will go as high as $27,000. The auction is set to happen very, very soon, and you should be looking for it on eBay. With more information on everything Ric Flair, continue following Wrestling Inc. and more information on this will be forthcoming. Thunder Rosa, the international star from Tijuana, Mexico, is making news at this headlines. Thunder Rosa may not be receiving cheers from the crowd at the moment because she's out of action due to injury, but she is feeling the love from the fans. AEW Dynamite took place last night, and the AEW Women's Championship took place center stage as well. But she decided to go ahead and make her presence known on social media, letting her fans know how she feels about her absence. She would go on to say the following, I thank you all for your support. I know where I stand, tweeted Rosa, who is likely referring to the backstage rumors and tensions between Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Baker recently stated on Swerve Strickland's Swerve City podcast that she hates when someone thinks that they're bigger than the company and that they can't be replaced. Now, Baker didn't name names, but Rosa could be the one that she was referring to due to the reports that have been coming out about the two of them. Now, Rosa recently addressed the naysayers on Busted Open Radio, referring to that Tony Storm is still upset that she's being called an interim champion. Rosa said that she isn't the booker of the company. She also expressed how upsetting it is that people don't believe that she's actually injured. Now, the Wrestling Observer Dave Meltzer reported that Storm was supposed to win the title at All Out in Chicago before the match, but Rosa relinquished a championship due to a disc injury in her back. Since then, Rosa has shared her recovery on her YouTube videos. She also stated on Boston Open Radio that she's set for another epidural shot in the next week or two. She expressed hope to return to the ring by January, but the actual time frame on her return remains still unknown. Now, Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torch recently reported the situation between Britt Baker and Rosa remains unresolved. For more information on Thunder Rosa, continue following all the information from AEW, follow her on all forms of social media.
Karrion Cross thinks you're crazy not to want to work with a WWE star, but what exactly does he mean? Danny Wilsonholm is writing in at this hour. Current WWE star Karrion Cross believes wrestlers are crazy if they don't want to work with a recently returned talent, and you can probably guess who he's referring to. Of course, it's Bray Wyatt, Cross told The Mirror. I've always had a long, strong admiration for him and his creativities. I feel like he opens doors, not only for fans, but literally, he opens the doors and new avenues for everyone he works with. He dares to do something different. He just brings more possibilities when it comes to work. One of my favorite quotes, especially growing up, was the old saying, Ain't nothing happened, WWE. You know what? He's really true about that. Now, Karrion Cross is excited about being back. Originally with the old administration, he was donned with a completely different gimmick and a completely different persona, and also, his wife Scarlett was not with him. Now that he's back in WWE under the new regime, he is back teaming up with his wife, and he's looking forward to the new feuds, and one potentially with Bray Wyatt. With more information on all of this, continue following Karrion Cross, WWE, and all the new stories right now over on Wrestling Inc. Austin Theory's Money in the Bank cash-in would be portedly different this time. It could be something very unique as far as what WWE back offices have. Now, Austin Theory may be cashing in his Money in the Briefcase very, very soon. Theory became the Money in the Bank winner in July. Now, not initially scheduled for the contest, Vince McMahon gifted the Chosen One the spot in the Money in the Bank ladder match because at that time, he was Vince's main guy. But since that time, Theory has only teased cashing in on the undisputed WWE Championship Roman Reigns only once, and he also hinted about going after the NXT Championship as well. Now, Wrestle Votes recently spoke with Give Me Sport and claimed that WWE had internal discussions about making Theory cash in unlike anyone else has ever done. Now, there is an idea that he's going to be the first guy to wait one full year, like the day that he wanted, to cash it in. Now, that's the storyline. You have two and a half hours left. Now you have 90 minutes left. You have to cash it in before the end of the day. Many people are wondering what may happen now that Vince McMahon is not there. Is Theory going to be the one who dethrones Roman Reigns? Will he be the one that goes over and takes the belt from him? Many believe in Paul Vex, Levex WWE. That just won't be the case. With more information on Austin Theory, continue following Wrestling Inc. And more information will be coming forward. Arn Anderson, known as the Enforcer in WCW, explains why he did not like the role as a producer back in WWE. WWE Hall of Famer Arn Anderson has been in the wrestling business now for over 40 years as a key member of the faction The Four Horsemen. Following his memorable in-ring career, Anderson landed himself a job backstage as a WWE producer back in 2019. Now, in 2019, Anderson found himself released from the company due to allegedly allowing former WWE star Alicia Fox to compete on a live event while intoxicated. Now, this might not have been a big blow to Anderson's career, but Anderson explains why he hated being a producer in WWE. He would go on to say this, If you really want the truth, I hated that job, Anderson said said on the Arn podcast, I hated being in charge of matches. I had no power, you know, no authority. I was responsible for the end result. If the story was to be told, physically or not, the finish wasn't good, whatever. Vince would chew my ass out. Okay, so what's the problem? I don't have any power with this. I only have any input on the finish of it. Now, Anderson would continue, It's not fair to have all the responsibility for a segment, but no authority to determine what is right and what is wrong. So, I did the best job I could. 
Following my release from WWE, Anderson began working for AEW, the biggest competition to WWE since WCW went out of business in 01. Anderson started as a coach, starting also with a manager to Cody Rhodes. When Rhodes left the company in January, making his way back to WWE, Anderson has only been seen managing Lee Johnson and Arn's son Brock Anderson. However, neither one of the men wrestle on Dynamite or on Rampage. For more information, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information on this will be coming forward. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast to bring you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, and so many more. We're a daily podcast that's absolutely free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and get back to the headlines. Cruising on over to our friends at eWrestling News. Andrew Ravens is writing, a tiered AEW wrestler is now signed a full-time contracted deal. Now, many know with Inside AEW, not everyone is a contracted wrestler. Some wrestlers are on what they call tiers, and different tiers can lead to a potential full-time signing. Now, another tiered deal in AEW is now officially full-time. Josh Woods was now added to the roster page after working in the company for the last several months. Now, Fightful Select reports that Woods recently signed a multi-year, full-time contract that removes him from the free agent market. After being let go by NXT, he kept several years in Ring of Honor. Once Tony Khan brought, bought the promotion, Woods started working AEW dates and ended up being paired with Tony Nese, and now they're being managed by Sterling Mark. Now, the deal is three years in length, but it's unclear when the contract officially started and if there are any options that are invoked. With more information on this, continue following Wrestling Inc., and more information will be coming forward. John Moxley talks about the reaction that his wife Renee Paquette got when she debuted in AEW. Andrew Ravens is writing in, AEW announced earlier this month that the interviewer, known as Renee Paquette, with a former WWE interviewer, was now all elite. She made her debut on the August 12th edition of AEW Dynamite to interview Christian Cage. Speaking to Tony Pike and Rick Uchino of Cincy 360, AEW World Champion Renee Paquette, husband John Moxley, noted that, you know what, he wasn't sure what kind of pop that Renee was going to get, but it was a big one. I knew she was going to get a giant pop, but I just wasn't sure from the crowd. You know, it's funny. She asked me, should I introduce myself? I said, no, they know who you are. You don't need to. Take a second or two because you're coming out and this is going to be a giant reaction before you start talking. She's like, no, no, I, I, I'm telling you, they're not going to remember me. Sure enough, I didn't even see it. I wasn't looking at the monitor. I was walking down the hallway when she actually stepped out, but I knew just from the shout of the audience, I could tell she walked on stage. I heard a, oh, and then the big pop. I knew it. Afterwards, she was like, whoa, I told you. And John said, you gotta listen to me. I know the game. For more information on Renee signing with AEW, continue following E-Wrestling News and more information will be forthcoming. We have some new news on some big matches that are going to be coming for AEW's Rampage this upcoming Friday night. Now, Ryan Clark is writing, we've got several matches announced for Friday night's episode of Rampage. We'll see TNT Championship on the line as Wardlow will face off against Matt Taven. Additionally, Claudio Castagnoli and Wheeler Yuta will take on 2.0, and there will be some more action that will be happening. Right now, stay tuned to all forms, and you will find out exactly who else is going to be competing on Rampage on TBS. In addition to that news, we also have some more news on CM Punk. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour. The AEW turmoil has continued ever since the all-out media scrum. Then, it bled into the locker room by 
hip-hop brawl between the Elite and CM Punk and A-Steel. As many people know, A-Steel was recently let go. He sent some very odd Twitter messages and on his Instagram, letting people know he's no longer with the promotion. However, many people have not heard from CM Punk. CM Punk was agreed to by Tony Khan to not talk about anything until a final matter had been resolved. The latest rumors coming out right now says that CM Punk's contract will be bought out for his remaining years and he will not be returning to the company. However, his dog Larry is making news. New details on everything that happened. Now, the altercation that broke out once again with Punk, A-Steel, Omega, and the Bucks following the media scrum, well, the door ended up hitting him in the face. Yeah, Larry the dog, who is the beloved pet of CM Punk, unfortunately got hit in the face and, as a result, had two teeth that were knocked loose. He ended up seeing the vet several days later, later for his typical scheduled appointment. Now, it's also believed that CM Punk felt threatened the way the Bucks came in, and he was stating that there's a legal statute in Illinois called Castle Doctrine Law. Now, that allows the use of force as far as defending yourself if you're in your own dwelling. With that being said, no legal action has been taken from CM Punk's side or from AEW's side either. It looks like right now, both parties are willing to go their separate ways amply. With more information on this and on Larry, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. It looks like there was a big tease happening this past week on AEW Dynamite about the return of the Elite. John Fuentes is writing in at this hour, did you catch the video that happened last night on Dynamite? There was a small video package that aired showcasing some of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega's biggest moments. Now, for what it's worth, the Elite were actually backstage last night at the tapings. Now, the group have been out of action for several months due to the suspension from their involvement in the post-all-out media scrum backstage brawl that happened with CM Punk. Now, the vignette you can catch on AEW's Twitter page. Word is right now that the Elite and Kenny Omega could be coming back to AEW very soon. It could be as soon as this upcoming Wednesday episode of Dynamite. With more information, continue following this story and we will bring you more information. Andrew Ravens is writing, we have backstage news on the Kingdom officially signing with AEW. Now, the Kingdom reportedly signed with AEW after finishing up with Impact Wrestling on the October 8th post Bound for Glory tapings. They dropped the Impact World Tag Team Champions to Heath Slater and Rhino. Now, the bout aired on April, or October, I should say, 20th episode of Impact. Now, their AEW debut happened October the 14th edition of Rampage, where they were challenging FTR to the Ring of Honor titles. Now, a new report from Fightful Select comes out that says Bennett, Taven, and Kanellis have all signed full-time, multi-year deals with AEW. Now, they are scheduled to appear on Rampage. However, the promotion has not determined exactly what is going to happen with that. Now, the word is that FTR had pushed to get the kingdom involved in AEW, although Taven, Taven did have some interest from WWE, while Bennett and Kanellis also had talks with WWE, but there was no word on if any of the offers that they gave them were firm at all. With more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be forthcoming. We have some new news. AEW claims 3.5 million viewers are tuning in to their program. Now, as we know, Tony Khan is a big metrics guy, but what do they mean by that? Now, All Elite Wrestling is pulling around 3.5 million viewers each week. Well, that's according to the company. During commercial breaks of the Major League Playoffs on TBS, AEW is promoting a huge number, which is far more than Raw and SmackDown get each week. The number is far more than what AEW receives for Dynamite as well, reaching 725,000 viewers. Now, that's head-to-head against NXT. Now, on Twitter, Dave Meltzer stated that the 3.5 million number, AEW is counting anyone who is switching through the channels who happens to stop on TBS when Dynamite is airing. Meltzer also added that Raw and SmackDown would far exceed their standard 1.5 to 2 million if that was the metric being used. For more information, 
information on all of this continue following e-wrestling news and more information will be coming forward. Tay Mello say that she hates American Airlines after her flight was canceled. AEW star Tay Mello is expressing her frustration with a high-profiled American Airlines. AEW star Tay Mello lashed out at American Airlines after waiting for a plane for hours only for it to be canceled. On Twitter, Mello expressed her disappointment, adding that she would be staying in Charlotte, North Carolina now overnight. Now, Mello's husband, Sammy Guevara, also expressed his frustration in the situation and referenced his upcoming match with Brian Danielson. This is what he said. My flight was canceled, but it doesn't matter now. I'm going back to kick Brian Danielson's ass. Tonight's AEW Dynamite fared from the Chartway Arena in Norfolk, Virginia. In addition, Danielson versus Garcia also, and world champion John Moxley defended his match against Penta Ciro Mero. For more information on all this, continue following e-wrestling news, and more information will be forthcoming. That's going to do it for the headlines for today, Thursday, October 27th, 2022. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop podcast that brings you all the late-breaking news in wrestling, whether it's Impact Wrestling, AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and so many more. It's a daily podcast that's free of charge anywhere fine podcasts are made available. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of Headlines. My name is Mike Freeland, and if you're looking for an exciting wrestling podcast to add to your library, then look no further than the Front Row Material brand. Each and every week, I sit down with some of the most exciting superstars in the world of wrestling, from upcoming stars in the indies to dedicated veterans of the squared circle. I also host a daily podcast called Headlines, which gives you the updated information on all your favorite superstars in all your favorite promotions, giving you not only the backstage look, but also what are the industry experts saying about things. And finally, join myself and my my executive producer, The Rit, where we talk about everything in the world of professional wrestling all across the landscape, from storylines to interviews to what's happening and what we think is going to be happening the next time you turn on your TV. Don't miss it. It's the Front Row Material brand brought to you by the MLW Radio Network. The world of 